right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What BR. Again, we have Brian Kaiser with us today from Elite Gymnastics. We have Johnny Moyal with us as well from Elite Gymnastics, and we have the world-renowned, world-famous Carly Patterson, uh, Olympic champion from 2004. Uh, we're going to have to hear a little bit of that story, Carly, if you can, a little bit. How's everybody doing today? Good. Doing good. We've got audio. Everybody's good. So this is the new format for watching entertainment. It's broken out in little boxes and everybody uses different you know, aspect ratio. So anyway, so we wanted to get everybody back here. Let's have a conversation. Obviously, we have a household name with us today, Carly Patterson. Um, right out of the gate, uh, Johnny, can you tell us how you and Carly came, how this, where this, where these dots connect? You know, you... Carly, Elite, how did this happen? When did this happen? You know, for a history lesson for some of our millennials here. Sure, sure. That's a very unique story. Uh, we were in work, you know, having a teamwork day, and then uh, Elite Gymnastics is hosting some terrific birthday parties. And Carly was invited. Uh, it was her cousin or somebody. And uh, everybody was one area, and I keep noticing a little girl jumping on a trampoline, and uh, my God, she drew my attention. I mean, she was so quick, so amazing. Um, she was about five and a half, five, six years old, and uh, I remember walking toward her, and I said, you know, what's your name? My name is Carly, and I said, um, would you please, I gave her my, uh, I said, would you ask your mom to please because I want to talk to her. So here we go. My phone ring on Monday and they called me and said, yes, uh, my daughter told me you wanted to call. And I said, look, uh, <laughs> jumping and have class. And uh, I think you've got an amazing talent. It's like naturally athletes. And I said, would you mind just put in gymnastic and let's see how far we can take. Um, going to your that, uh, you know, started the program, and two years after that, uh, one day, um, she was amazing. I remember I'm calling her mom, and I said, look, I'm not going to promise you anything, but Carly is an Olympic material, and normally I, I never promise anybody. I can't predict the future. I've got everything. From there, uh, well, everything fell in place, and uh, here we go. 2004 Olympic champion and one amazing, amazing young lady, very humble, uh, one of the best personality I've ever been around, and really, that's everything, that story, so here we okay. go. <laughs> so we all just need to go away, just we can end it there, I think that sums it up, so we're done, but it's, I have nothing good to say at this point, um, I'm a horrible person. So. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard Johnny tell this story, so that was cool. Yeah. So anyway, but was a unique, even as a young competitor, Carly, do you still have the duck that my wife has given you during competition and kept you safe? And, yeah, I bet you do. You know, I've got I've got so much of my stuff in bins that my mom had at her house for forever, and she finally is like, "Okay, take it all." <laughs> I just lived that about three weeks ago. So. Right. But, but the bottom line, you know, like we always said, we did it for the right reason, in the right way. We're family-oriented. Uh, Carly's 
still like one of the daughters that I have uh, and not this amazing Olympic champion. He's Carly for me. So that's what it is. Wow. <laughs> that's a story. That's uh, some shoes to fill. I don't know where we're going to top that. Um, by no means anywhere close to Olympian here. Um, about the closest I get to is, you know, watching it. So, um, Brian, this has got to be, this is big shoes to fill for the gym, right? You know, this is legacy. This is the alumni, you know, that we have here. We've got, um, is it 2004 all around? Is that, if, am I saying the right term? All around gold yep. medalist. So it's like, yep, you got it. Best in the world at all of it. Like, bring your game, right? So, right. <laughs> well, that's, hey, congratulations. That's the medal you really want. <laughs> that's the one you're going for, right? It's, yeah. So, congratulations to somebody um it looks like i'm probably 15 years 16 years late but um <laughs> better late than never so um so brian this is like i said this is the legacy you know this is the alumni that you have at the gym and this is what you're not you're not building the gym's not there just for olympic athletes but what i can what the funny thing is the same exact story the story started the exact same way the last time we talked with Ray, it started with a birthday party. Yeah, it's I find it funny that it's you know both you know Harley and Reagan. Somebody had a birthday party. They showed up, turned out, found something that they liked, and it's not that Elite is trying to just build. It's not an Olympic Olympian factory, right? It's about fun. It's about you know a family. It's about a it's about a culture. It's you know really having the kids. But there's some real talent that's coming out of the gym. Is that, that's still the case, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what we're trying to do. And, uh, you know, taking on, taking it from Johnny, you know, Johnny started the, the, the legacy of that and uh, then trying to build on it. And the interesting thing is other clubs I've been at, we found the most talented kids in much the same way. They came to a, a kid's night out or a parent's night out. Uh, they came to a birthday party. Uh, they came to an open gym. And one of the coaches, uh, you know, noticed that they were had a little bit more ability or aptitude than some of the other kids, and invited them to a class. And then, you know, here here you go. Um, so this is, uh, you know, something that we'll continue to do, uh, and we'll continue to look for talent. But we want all the kids to get to experience gymnastics, and you know, get the love for the sport, and get the most out of it that they can. It's awesome. So, Carly. You've probably had every interview. I'm going to just be on the first to tell you I'm going to be the worst person to do this, but try just <laughs> to, you know, ask some questions. You know, what's that journey like? You know, so it started here in Baton Rouge at a young age. Um, I forget, but sounded young, four, five, six, seven. We'll put yes. it there somewhere. You can fill in the blanks. What's the Reader's Digest version? Is that, you know, trained through here, just fell in love with it? And then was there a point? Do you remember the point when someone goes, hey, this isn't just like, this is fun, but you're really good. You know, is, do you remember that moment? Is Yeah. I mean, so start, yeah, starting, I think everyone's always surprised that I got started from a birthday party, you know, but it was like, I knew at that birthday party, that was my first time ever being in a gym before. And, um, and I just fell in love with it, like right then and there that day and just developed this passion just immediately. And um, I just remember 
leaving the gym that day and um, after the birthday party and begging my parents to, you know, put me in the sport. And then, um, so after a lot of, a lot of begging, maybe a few months, I can't remember how long it actually took, but, um, you know, they, they put me in and I'm sure Johnny's call (laughs) helped persuade them. And, um, yeah, started, I, I mean, I remember starting off once a week and then it just really gradually, um, gradually, but quickly went from once a week to, you know, three times a week to every day to, um, Sundays to then like two workouts a day or not Sunday, Saturdays. Um, so it was one of those things where I just remember it kind of all happening kind of fast. And, you know, I remember Johnny just telling my parents and me, like, there's just, you have a really, you know, amazing talent. And I think if we can, you know, keep upping it and, you know, see where this takes us, um, you know, that, you know, we'll see where it goes. And, uh, you know, my parents and myself, I mean, at that young of an age, we never envisioned the Olympics or even had that thought in our, our minds at all. You know, it was just, I love doing it. I always wanted to go more. I always wanted to be in the gym. Um, you know, and it was just something that, that's, that's what I wanted to do. That's where I wanted to be. And I think the passion along with the talent, along with the hard work is where that, um, great combination really came from and why I was able to, you know, achieve what I was able to, you know, along with obviously supportive parents and amazing coaches and, um, you know, just kind of started from this little, like I said, birthday party and, Ended up at the Olympics, who no one would have ever dreamed or thought. That's what you know was interesting when you were telling the story. I was thinking about it. This isn't a family legacy, right? There's not, you know, everyone's, you know, you know, was you know, family into gymnastics, or was it like, no, just we're just going to a party, you know? Yeah. You know, I've, I've talked to some people that have, you know, I've talked to some other people that have, you know, been to nationals and different sports and Olympics and things, and a lot of them, it's you know, oh, it's my family's done this, you know, since I was two years old, I was told, you know, it's like they were, they were born. And it's like, you know, every night they're talking about, you know, eat your, you know, beans, you know, you're going to the Olympics. You know, it doesn't sound like that was, you know, your story. It was like, hey, we're going to party, you know. Yeah, no, not, not at all. It was definitely just a random fluke thing. I mean, my mom was a gymnast for a few years growing up because, her mom, my grandma just loved gymnastics. And so she always wanted my mom to be a gymnast. And so my mom did do it for a few years and kind of got to that like around optional level, but then she started pretty late. And so it just kind of, kind of had to end at some point um, for her. So she didn't do it quite as long or get to the level I did. But, um, you know, even so with her, you know, having done gymnastics for a few years, that still wasn't something that she was thinking or plan or anything. It just happened to be my cousin who wasn't even a gymnast, um, you know, decided to have a gymnastics birthday party. So she actually will still tell you and, laugh, and we'll laugh about it to this day that I owe her big time. So, and I guess I do. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I have boys, I have a twin boys and they play soccer. I'm, I go to every game. I go to the practices, but I have like, I've never once like, Oh, maybe we'll go be in the world cup one day. You know, it's just like, it's not there, but it sounds like for you at some point, you know, you're just going to practice. And then somebody, you've got somebody like Johnny stepping in here going, I'm, I'm, I see something, there's something there and igniting that fire, you know? And, but what I think is good is 
it sounds like it was, it wasn't, it didn't turn into work for you. It was more of just a passion of, I want to be doing this. You know, right. it's my daughter. If she moves from one room to the house, you know, she doesn't walk, she cartwheels, you know, through it, you know, <laughs> right, and so right. that's, you know, my, that's what she loves to do. Yeah. It was in my blood for sure. And, um, you know, like I said, the, the gym was where I always wanted to be. So when I got to start going, you know, all day, every day, and we had, I remember going to school in the middle of our practices and we had a teacher there and Johnny had built like a whole um, classroom for all of us to go and do our school at um, dur during the middle of the day um, when we weren't working out and it was our break time. And um, I don't even think I stopped doing gymnastics when I got home after doing it all day, every day. It was just like my body was just always wanting to do it. Um, and, um, I can't remember where I was going with that, but, um, yeah, it was definitely in my blood and something that, you know, once I started, I think once Johnny started like refining things and, you know, really like teaching me more and more about like what, you know, where we could go and what could happen and the potential that we did have, um, you know, that's when things just got even, even more lit with fire and passion of like, okay, I want to, yeah, I want to keep doing this. And, um, yeah, I definitely relate on the cartwheeling from, you know, room to room and <laughs> the backyard gymnastics and everything else. Um, always wanting to do it and show off. We've lived that, um, we've done the, how did you break your arm? Oh, you were doing a, trying to do a back handspring. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. we've, uh, Johnny's promised to uh, teach my daughter how to do it the right way um, <laughs> and not have her go rogue. And I get random calls from the school that I need to come up there and there you go. Doing that. we think it's broke. And we're like, it's, oh, yeah, gosh. you can yeah. see it. It's, it's there. So we've lived that this year. Um, uh, definitely not ready for that stage of like broken bones and stuff. I can barely handle like a, bumped head so <laughs> well you put me right there that's where I was going you've got two of your own now right yeah we've got that's why we're I think you said we're scheduling this now we're we're, we're in yeah. nap time it's during nap time yes I've got a one-year-old and a two-year-old and um yeah so things life is pretty crazy you know being basically full-time mom uh right now and raising my babies but um they have lots of energy so um everyone always asks me if if gymnastics is in the future for them. And, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I feel like I, I want them to, to try lots of things. I want them to just do whatever they love. Um, I really, really want them to be in sports, of course, for sure. Um, and then gymnastics is just one of those sports that I think sets you up for all other sports, anything that you mm -hmm. want to do, you know, it's just great for, a young kid, um, their fine motor skills and just balance and, you know, hard work and dedication and, um, you know, all of those other lessons that I learned in the gym, uh, that you can take with you in your everyday life as you grow up. Um, you know, so, I mean, I would do, I would let them be involved in gymnastics or anything they want. But like I said, gymnastics is really, I think the best foundation that you can, that you can have for your kids, it's just going to help with, with all of it, your whole body. Yeah. I can imagine that that is the question you get, you know, with the kid, are they going to be in gymnastics? Yes. I don't know how you'd, you know, yes, we'll let them try, but no, we're not forcing, you know, it's not like we've already planned their future, you know, it's whatever right. they want to do. Yeah, well, right. I think the other thing too about that is like, it would make me so nervous. Like 
reaching what I reached in the sport um, and then having to like turn around and be like a gym mom. Um, that sounds scary <laughs> because I won't, I wouldn't be the one doing it and controlling it. And I would know what those moves feel like. And you know, the nerves from the competitions and all that. And just knowing like, there's nothing I can do about it. I would just have to sit and watch and hope for the best, just like my parents did. Right. Um, so that is the part that I think about and laugh and think, oh my gosh, I would not even be able to handle that. Like, and then I go, how did my parents like, let me do this or you know, how did they get through it? I went the other way of if I had to go and do it and look and go, well, my mother, she does know what she's talking about here. You know, she did when, you know, right. the gold all around, you know, so it's when you try to give that just with all of our kids, it's, you know, sometimes it's like, we know better and it's, they don't look at it, you know, in your case, it's like, look, I'm telling you, and you, why do you know? right. name on the wall? You know, it's that kind of thing right there. You know, it's like, well, trust yeah, me, I know what I'm talking about. Thing. I wouldn't want them to have the, feel that pressure that they needed to live up to any sort of expectation just because, you know, I did win an Olympic gold medal. Obviously I wouldn't want them to live in any kind of shadow or um, feel that pressure uh, for sure. It'd be, it'd have to be because they love doing it so much and, you know, I think uh, I've gotten the question so many times, like, did your parents push you to do it? Did they, did they make you train that much and be in the gym that much? And it's like, no, absolutely not. Like you cannot make a kid be in a sport or train that much and that hard. Um, you just can't make them do that. That has to come from them, from within, from the passion that they have. And like I said, in the, in the beginning, it was like that passion just developed immediately and that's where I wanted to be and I grew up you know watching my sister do like a sport during you know a season and she tried it all and um, never you know we're the just the exact opposite sport wise you know she tried it all I stuck with the one thing that I found and loved and was good at and then um, you know I did get to watch her kind of grow up in more of a in the normal life of going to school, like a regular school, um, you know, hanging out with, with friends or going to do this on the weekends or staying up later, you know, whatever it might've been. And I did get to watch her live that normal life. But, and you know, there were days where I was like, Oh man, that'd be nice sometimes. But at the same time, the overruling feeling of it all was, no, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. This is my goals. And, um, yeah. So it was, it, that's where I knew that even seeing my sister live a normal life and knowing the hard work and, and what I was having to put into, to get to the goals I was wanting, that's still what I wanted to do ultimately. That's awesome. So obviously new mom, that's a full-time job and a half. Um, mm-hmm. I know that <laughs> with my wife, um, oh, yeah. mine, 11-year-old daughter and seven-year-old twin boys. So it's, um, oh. it's just a, it's a cycle around here is what it is. Yeah. Um, the twin thing. Wow. I mean, mine are 16 so, months apart. That was, that was hard. Wow. So I've got a note here and I don't know if who wants to, you know, dive in here, but obviously, you know, kind of the next chapter is a preview or I don't know if it's kind of everybody knows, but up here we've got uh, Brian, yourself, Johnny, you guys are working on something kind of big for the Baton Rouge area. Is that correct? We've got some kind of competition we're trying to put together. Is somebody fill me in because I'm just not the guy to use the right words on this because I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Meet. Yes, well, um, we took Carly because Carly is a homegrown and we wanted to, we, we've done an invitation 
meet, it's national recognized meet. This upcoming year, we would like to invite everybody that uh, will be in a position where people will travel, we can get back to normal. And um, this is going to be our 30th anniversary as a, of elite gymnastics, but we make it also the Carly Patterson Invitational, and we're going to do it together because this is home Carly. We want the whole state to recognize that uh, this is our invitation. It's about pride of hosting and having great competition. Now, I would like to do something Carly said earlier that I think is very important that um, she had mentioned. You know, Carly Patterson is very unique because she has never accomplished anybody else's dream. There was always Carly's dream doing. Uh, she never was full pressure because somebody could do her in the Olympic, her mom or dad or a cousin, whatever. So she accomplished her dream and not anybody else's dream. And she had the right environment to accomplish that. And that is so important. And the most brilliant thing about her too was that she has not mentioned was a strong mind. She has done the work, she has done everything else, but she possessed. And that's something that we've seen at a very young age. She had a clear mind. She was able to focus in her own Carly's world. Um, there was a pressure situation in young age, but Carly have separated herself from the rest of the world, and she knew how to focus. You have to have a strong mind to control the world, and um, I think that's what made her a very unique and successful person. And she's got great parents because of that, because she has a mind that, that is very clear and pure, and she knows how to focus without a lot of noise. So that is her unique. Anyway, That's the one thing I thought with just to jump into that for the same from the focus and the dedication. I'm sure everybody's probably said this a hundred times, but I've watched some of these like floor routines where people, you know, run and I'm, you're flipping and flying all over the place. That has to go wrong a lot of times in the beginning to where you've got to fall and it's got to hurt, you know, but then you've got to somehow get back up and just focus and just go, I'm going to do it again. You know, it's not, right. many, you know, you don't, you jump off the roof of a house, you know, and it hurts. You don't go get back up and do it again. You know, you've right. got to be able to somehow take that. This is hurt. I'm going to break my neck. You know, I'm going to, you know, something's going to happen, you know, and just push it all to the side and move through it again. And right. that's, that's got to be a skill in its own. You know, people too many times we find, you know, it's, I give the analogy to people sometimes you can go buy, you know, if everybody that I see today tells me they like my shirt and then one person says, Oh, that shirt uh, doesn't really look right. It's in the back of my mind. And I think that's with everybody, you know, and that's something that I think, you know, kids today, one little negative comment and with online and the people that'll put comments here, you know, the, the meanness that, you know, can be out there and the negativity can potentially stop people from doing things like this, where for you, you had to push all that to the side and go do the flip again. You know, yeah. same thing. I think people need to take this, the negativity that they're hearing, push it to the side, you know, and just keep pursuing their dream. So. Right. Well, first of all, Johnny's going to give me a big head after this interview. Uh, all <laughs> this sweet, sweet stuff. Um, but yeah, I know that's so true. Um, I think I've gotten the question a lot of how do you, did you have mental blocks as a gymnast or how do you get over your fears? And, you know, yes, of course, you know, in anything you're going to have fears and especially in a sport like gymnastics, it's, it's scary that the skills and the tricks you're doing are dangerous. And yes, you can hurt yourself, but you can either choose to focus on that or you can 
put that in the back of your mind. Like, uh, obviously there are going to be some thoughts like that there sometimes, but for me, um, this was always a hard question to answer because I always felt like going for it and giving it my full potential, you know, each turn was going to end up better. Um, it was definitely going to end up better than if I, you know, had stopped or didn't give it my all for that turn. And, you know, I learned that by experience and seeing like, okay, when I, when I get scared and like, I don't go for it all the way, like it ends badly. But if at least if I go for it and I try, I might still fall or whatever, but it's not going to be near as bad. And, you know, I just always wanted to try these new and scary and fun skills. And I just was able to somehow separate the, the fear aspect, um, and wanting to, wanting to do it and just go for it and know that like, if my coach was telling me I can do something, believing that I can do it, you know, not, not getting inside like my own fear. Um, you know, I think that was a big thing that was always, you know, if your coach is telling you that you can do something and they're there and they're, you know, whatever, like, then you can do it, you know, go for it and get that fear out of your, out of your mind. Awesome. So jump me back for a second, Brian, you're going to help us. You'll be in touch with us as this invitation. Is that what we call it? Invitational? Is that what yeah. competition? Is that the right word? Am I learning? Correct. Yeah. Getting educated here. So you'll tell us when that's going on. You're right now, obviously having to work logistics with COVID-19 and that's obviously a damper for everything right now. But I think you guys were originally talking about, you know, this is something Minus COVID-19, this was something that was, you know, near future. This wasn't, you know, years away. This was something you guys were trying to get off the ground pretty soon. Never yeah, we, we selected a date um, and we had to move the date, but uh, it's the third, uh, the 12th through the 14th of February next year. And uh, we're still planning, you know, we're still planning to, to host the event, um, figuring that everything's going to get back to normal and we won't be you know, social distancing uh, as much or what have you. Um, but I think at some point life's going to get back to normal and we'll host the event. And it's, it's you know, I have a lot of friends cause I put out some feelers uh, because I helped host another really large meet uh, in Houston before I came uh, to buy elite, uh, the Houston national invitational. Um, and I put out some feelers to those guys and, and a lot of them would like to come and participate in the event, uh, the girls teams and the boys teams. And uh, so that's kind of a cool thing that we'll actually hold uh, a meet with the, uh, with both genres of the sport uh, in the same facility, it'd be really cool. That sounds awesome. We'll definitely keep us updated on that. Um, I think we're bumping up close on time here. Is there anything anybody's got, you know, just burning to get off your chest that we've forgotten to, you know, talk about today? I'm kind of reading through some notes, trying to make sure we get everybody's voice heard. I feel like I'm just kind of took a lot of Carly's time here, but I think that was well spent. <laughs> so. That's good. The fear issue, and you know, we talk about gymnastics, and uh, you know, people say practice makes perfect. You think about it, gymnasts practice all day long, falling and getting up, falling and getting up, doing it over and over again. So, gymnasts know how to fall and bounce back. The ordinary child that don't take gymnastics have no idea what it feels to fall, and he has no idea what it is to bounce back. Back is about confidence. Let me try it again, do it. And these are the very simple concepts. So from young age, when you, have, uh, when you have the ability to understand that you can do it, when you become older, you got more challenges, you know you can do it because you have experiences as simple as 
doing a forward roll and doing it again at the age of three versus doing a double front at the age of 16 or go to college or whatever. You, the concepts are the same. So gymnasts are pretty great um, athletes that do amazing thing and uh, go on great foundation as Carl mentioned. So, um, you just gave me a flashback to high school, um, an old coach. Um, if he ever happens to find the video, he's still here in Baton Rouge. ML Woodruff used to say, you know, it wasn't practice made perfect. It was perfect practice made perfect. So that's, um, I had that ingrained in my head, you know, in my baseball days. So long time ago, but, um, that's, that's where, that's the memory that's jumping back. So, but no, I appreciate that. Johnny. That's yeah. good. I would, when you, when you, when your kids are about four or five years old, we're going to give them a complimentary burst apart. I can see how they can jump on it. <laughs> see if we can do it. Have a do-over, right? We're gonna, you got two chances, it sounds like. You can do this. So, two it's chances funny, as of right now. my kids do, um, like, and not from my own doing or from them even seeing it, but, like, they both love to go on their head. Graham does a really good – my two-year-old does a really good forward roll and, like, None of these things I have, you know, taught him. And then I find my little one, like, you know, trying to do this, my daughter trying to do the same thing. And it's just like, where, like, why are y'all even doing, where did you get that from? <laughs> like, I would like to be, in the black? <laughs> I would like to be the fly on the wall. As your kids get a little bit older, you'll see they hit these little pre-K programs in the first grade. And it's a, it seems like every school has somebody that comes in and they do these like little tumbling things and, you know, teach them how to do stuff. I would yep. love to just sit there, watch them show up in the room, and then like kind of have you walk in and be like, yeah, tell me how you're going to teach my kid how to do this, you know, and just kind of <laughs> see how that conversation goes over. <laughs> so. uh, well, All I would right. rather other people coach the kids because I, I never had the passion for coaching, which is why I'm not a coach, uh, and I don't, you know, own my own gym or anything. I had the passion for actually know doing it and being the gymnast so um there are other people like johnny that are gifted in being a great coach and and just knowing what to do in that way in that realm and that is not me <laughs> awesome well i think it's also i think we you know kind of we sold johnny short i think it's also you know johnny's done this olympics twice right yeah. you know i think we uh, forgot to talk three about times. johnny's johnny's three, done times. three times yeah and five uh, world championships johnny five yeah. world championships yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny's talking yeah, nice about everybody. Way more we big do. events than me. <laughs> so maybe we need to. Um, the last time Brian and I, we all talked, we had a, I kind of called everybody out saying that we needed to get uh, you, Carly. We need to get Reagan. Uh, I think there was Ashley. There's somebody else trying to get everybody on, you know, a big call. And it occurred to me since the last time we, you know, we recorded, I think we definitely should get everybody. Johnny included. Brian, let's get everybody. I've started actually getting questions coming in from the last video on the Olympics. What are they going to do? You know, that's, you know, a big question that a lot of people are starting to ask. I know you guys aren't necessarily the Olympic committee, but you're probably more qualified to talk about how those things happen. So maybe one of these days we can kind of bring everybody into a call, get a bunch of people talk shop about what they've done, what's happening, you know, what's the plan going forward? How does this affect training? You know, those kind of things and make yeah. it something fun to where the people that are really into gym, gymnastics can get a lot of that history and get it from people that are experienced, people that know, learn a little bit more about the gym, but also 
I think this format is rough as it comes out. I think it's more, it's conversational. It's, we're all just talking here. It's not edited. We're not writing scripts. We're not in studios. It's more laid back. And I think if uh, people take the time, I think they'll enjoy it. And that's kind of where we developed what's what BR to give everybody that information, let businesses yeah. such as Brian's elite, you know, be able to talk about what they're doing. Elite still, I see them every day. We're helping, you know, get the word out. You know, they're pushing content, live classes and, you know, exercise routines every day with, you know, his staff over there. So we appreciate you, you know, Brian, for that. Carly, I appreciate the time today. We've taken much of it. I need to give you some more break time since you've got nap time where you can take a break. I know <laughs> yep, how that works. All good. Hey, Brandon, um, I just one last thing before we cut out is, uh, yep. is I need to thank these two guys uh, and, and, for doing this. Uh, you know, I'm the new guy on the block. Um, Johnny uh, built a gym, started in, uh, in 1989, built a gym, uh, and then he, he sold it and uh, hasn't been, you know, owning the gym and running the gym day to day for, for several years. And Carly has, you know, did the Olympics and she's become a mom and, and moved on life. But I think it says a lot that the new guy who comes to town just, you know, last September um, can get the support from from the past people that made this uh, this gym club great and more than a gym club made the 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 facility come to life. Uh, Reagan sent me a message after our uh, our chat on uh, what was that Monday or Tuesday, whenever that was, whatever day we did that. I know the days have been running together. That day. Um, yeah. So she said, you know, it's really great that you came to the gym and you brought it back to life. And I said, you know, I got to make a point of that. And, you know, part of doing that is getting the support from, from Johnny. I've got a fun, you know, just priceless amount of support from Johnny. And it's been wonderful. And then Carly comes back and she's like, well, what can I do for the gym too? And I think that speaks volumes, not, uh, not, not for me, but it speaks volumes to them seeing that, hey, someone wants to bring the place that, meant so much to so many people back to life and you know provide the community with what we had uh, as we grew up and i think that says a lot to uh, to these two guys for coming on and supporting me and helping me and uh doing all that we can to you know make elite uh, the, the great place for kids and families to come and enjoy sports and, and gymnastics that's awesome well, well Brian, uh, Brian yeah, we all recognize that you have the personality and the will to do it. So we're standing behind you because you got what it takes to, to help young children to great experience. So we know that. I have that when I call them and I say, look, Brian is, have the same philosophy as myself. They say, problem, what can we do? So kudos to you. You have what it takes. Uh, never, never give up and uh, don't. Don't, don't let anything hold you back. We got you back. So keep it up. Make it bigger. Well, That's I appreciate it. that. That means a lot yeah. to me. Yes, it does. And I appreciate <laughs> it. So. All right. Well, with that, good words, good kind words from everybody. I'm going to bring us to a close. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Long format video again today. It's what we needed to get the information out. Thank you, Brian, Carly, Johnny. Thank you all for being part of it. Um, we'll do it again soon. I think this is, it's, it's fun. Good conversations. I appreciate it. Thank you guys. Awesome. Thanks Brandon. See you guys. Bye. Thank you guys. Bye.